Hello, Cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. Here, episode 531, Sunday night. The Crypto Gaming, Web3 Gaming, 3 Gaming, GG Gaming, all gaming. GG. GG. All day, every day. Web3 Gaming. I'm your host, Jake Cheverly, and this is Blockchain John here, also co hosting with me, and my character's not looking at the screen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There I so, am. Okay. so being a gaming episode, I, I play a lot of games, man. I love playing games, especially mobile games. That's my number one go-to. A lot of people are like, they, they trip out on me because they're like, hey, man, how do you how do you play so much Android games, man? I love Android games. Mm-hmm. You know, there's I, I would consider like some AAA games on there. Right? Uh, but the biggest difference of what's going on here with GG is that there's a lot of games being moved over or being converted or being cloned into this Web3 meta, would you call it like a metaverse? Web3 verse? Yeah, web, web3, yeah, I guess, it could, I don't know if it's metaverse exactly, but it's Web3 gaming, well, web it's three. all Web3 based. Yeah. So now there's this transition to move games over to, to Web3 because, I mean, there's an incentive for me as a player now to play these games, which I really like because I get to earn crypto. Right? So oh, for decades, right? For decades, I've always played games from the original Nintendo. I think you had Atari, right? What was your earliest no, game that you I had? had your earliest game system. Uh, actually, I, I didn't play a whole lot of Atari. We didn't have an Atari when I was a kid. We got the Nintendo in the eighty in the mid eighties, like December of eighty five, I think it was. Or, I don't remember exactly, but it was mid eighties, and um, yeah, I remember playing the uh, original Super Mario, and I remember playing uh, what's it called, Duck Hunt, and yeah, oh, Zelda. Duck Hunt, Zelda. Right? I played Zelda, Zelda too, yeah. really early uh-huh. Zelda. Actually, I didn't get to play it first. My, this is the thing that's so weird. You think it's for kids, right? Everybody bought the Nintendo Entertainment System for the kids. No, my grandmother bought the Nintendo Entertainment System for my dad. Not yeah. for his kids, for my dad. So my dad, <laughs> who had apparently at that time a lot of time on his hands, I remember he got laid off. Um, and he played Zelda every freaking day. Every single day he was playing Zelda on the main TV. Um, you know, he's a guy in his mid thirties. So what? What else is he gonna do? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, he's looking for a job too. But at the same time, it's just kind of weird. But yeah, he he played that game and played the game. And he beat it both on the original version and the and the. Anyways, get back to Web three. The point is, a lot of games are moving to Web three from whatever they were on before. And uh, one of those games in particular, which we were talking about, it's, it's, it's behind you on the right. I think it's it's the Bit, uh, Bitcoin uh, Candy Crush, right? Right here. Yeah, so it's a Candy Crush clone coming out. You can pretty much play that right now. Cool. Oh, yeah. But, but who wouldn't a, want I, First of all, Candy Crush is a popular, popular game, period. I don't play it. I don't understand why people have all this hype about Candy Crush, but it is a thing. And now there's a clone for it, and you can actually earn some satoshis for playing Candy Crush. Right? Why not? You know, that's that's the way things are going, man. That's awesome, satoshis, man. But yeah, it's such a contrast because Bitcoin, uh, not Bitcoin, but um, Candy Crush was always you pay them to play the game and they get you to like the last day oh you don't have enough points to get to go to the next level hey you can pay like you know one dollar five dollars hey a hundred dollars you want to get a bunch of hammers just get in your game and i hate to say this but my wife played the game in the early days when candy crash very very first came out 
And, uh, yeah, she spent a lot of money in the early days on this game. And she finally got to the point when she realized she'd spent so much. She's like, oh, my God, what am I throwing my money away on this this non-substantial thing? And it's like, hey, have you ever played MMOs? Because they're completely non-substantial, too. So, <laughs> anyways, um, I spent a lot more than, than six, five or $600 on, on uh, <clears throat> non-substantial games over the years. I'm a big MMO player, unlike John, who's more Android. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, but still, I like MMOs. Yeah, I, as a matter of fact, I'm playing one right now while we're talking. You know, I got <laughs> got it right here. Let me show it on. Let me show it on screen. Yeah, Boom! Game I'm game. playing. That's that's a, that's my MMO, man. Uh, I'm playing go. right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, you also, I mean, doesn't doesn't technically uh, uh, what's DeFi DeFi Kingdoms count as an MMO? Not just uh, Pokemon or or. Um... Uh, not say, say, say it again. I guess Pokemon is an MMO because it's a massive on the massive multiplayer online game. And that, and Pokemon certainly is that. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but not yeah. typically like an MMO RPG like uh, uh, Eve Online or World of Warcraft or something. Yeah. Um, but I mean, DeFi Kingdoms is technically that. It's a role-playing game and, and it mm -hmm. is crypto-based. Um, but yeah. the the difference is, and this is the whole point of this kind of this episode is talking about. Uh, crypto games or Web3 games that pay you. So instead of pay to play, like some Sony games tend to be, this is pay you to play or get paid to play. Mm -hmm. And that's the real big distinction between uh, the older pay to play games where you're paying them to get more functionality. Not to say you can't do that, but I was thinking in particular, not just this you know, Candy Crush knockoff, but uh, Townstar. Townstar was the, the game that I promoted like two years ago, um, and it was it's done by Gala Games, and Gala Games has more than just Townstar. That's not the only thing. But we also talked about Gala, Gala Films, I think, was the other one. But uh, the main thing with Gala, with Townstar is that you play the game and you get money, and whoever does the best per round, per week, and there are other versions of Townstar out there, I mean, within the same ecosystem, where... You know, you just make as many stars as you possibly can, and at the end, if anyone ends up with like two or three million stars from building their perfect town, uh, they get paid, and it's not a small amount of money. I mean, it could be hundreds of thousands of coins, which at the moment aren't worth a whole lot. Like I think, I think Gala coins worth maybe two two cents, I think, right now, which is a lot more than it was when it started. But uh, yeah, by building and trading and, and selling the, the the things that you have, with, look at that, six hundred million people. <laughs> It's pretty popular because remember the people who invented Townstar, this uh, Zynga, or people who came from Zynga, were the ones who started Farmville for for Facebook years and years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, I did play this game when it very first came out. <clears> I guess it did pay, but it's gotten so competitive now that I, I can't I just can't even compete. But it's still neat to see this. Once you learn how to play the game, it's actually pretty interesting. Um, so I guess they the, actually have yeah, you can play it. They actually have a lot of games, man. Pardon? Show on screen here. Uh, they they have a lot of games already. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna show on screen what they have. Yep, more than just uh, Where's? Yep, yep, yep. Let's see. There it is. Gala Games. Boom. You can go up from the top. They got Dragon Strike, Poker, Go Play, Eternal Paradox, Spider Tanks, Downstar, uh, Superior, Grit, Meow Match, Champions, Arena, Legends Reborn. Miranda's Miranda's Tavern yeah, Games. Was their second game they came out with. 
Uh, yeah, okay, it's okay. basically become a new platform, right? I mean, and to, I mean, yeah, Miranda's was the Miranda's actually a pretty neat game, honestly. It's it's uh, how do I call it? What's it? It's like EverQuest. At least that's the way mm -hmm. I f feel like it is. Um, it's kind of a neat neat concept in general, but it's neat to see that Gala is really taking off, and you know, it is. You can still you can pour money in. Because remember, Gala is based off Ethereum, so you're gonna have to make some Ethereum transactions. Although I know you can do it through Polygon now, not just Ethereum. But um, it is kind of neat, just in general, to be able to to play a game that can pay you to play. Um, but what I was trying to get at earlier with this concept of you know, pay, get paid to play is it would be better, in my opinion, unless this is already what they're doing. Because I know that if you get enough money, you can actually get a node within Gala Games, and then of course it will pay you. <laughs> to auth authorize transactions. Um, mm -hmm. It was pretty expensive last I checked. It's like $50,000 for a node, but eh, it's still possible to get that high. Um, and the thing that I, I, I find fascinating about that, yeah, there it is, get a Gala node today, buy one, um, is just the idea that these games support Web3, not just supporting the companies that are on Web3, like Gala itself, but that you can support the blockchain by playing. You support yep. the network itself by playing the game. Mm -hmm. And I think that's fascinating because it's it's supporting... Some, it's not like... You know, by playing um, EVE Online or World of Warcraft or something like that, you are technically supporting something. You're supporting a community that you play with, but you're also supporting the company that creates it, right, by giving them money. But in this sense, it's like you're playing the game, not you're paying for it, but you're playing the game supports the network, which creates the very ecosystem in which you play. And I think that that itself is fascinating. So, yeah, there's quite a bit. Yeah, Spider Tanks, I think it was the third game they came out with. Because this is what I thought NFTs would end up being. Within Townstar and within Spider Tanks in particular, and I know it's also true in Miranda's, you can buy the parts or you can play the game and get the parts. So you can get That's better another parts. Thing that I, Go ahead. I want to elaborate on that a little bit about the whole NFT uh, uh, gaming experience as well. Uh, there's That's what's really cool is that, like you, like you said, when you're playing uh, AAA games, currently like on Steam, you're not really earning... You're, not, you're 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 building up your character, yes, but, uh, you know, you hit level 100 after, you know, three years. Mm-hmm. That's it. It just stays there. It does nothing else. So, you know, if in the future you decide, you know what, I'm really just going to grind and get to a level 100 on one of these uh, Web3 games, that's great, man. Especially if, you're, if, if your avatar or your character or your, 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 your sword, shield, and armor is an NFT, that's freaking awesome because then you can actually swap, swap that into like a, a, yes. a third-party yes. market, or you know? If you just, yeah, exactly. And that's the whole thing with Tonstars. The parts you get to make your town better you can resell or let's say you, oh. you make a part within your town by having played the game then mm -hmm. that makes real things that you can resell to the market for people who might need huh. something that you don't need anymore you know huh. let's say you built okay. a car in real life and you're like hey well i don't need six cars i want to sell one of them you can sell it on the market kind of what town yeah. mimics so the yeah. same kind of thing if you want to get rid of your your parts that you don't need anymore 
You that's actually a good idea. Is there is there a card game out there on Web three? That that's actually genius, man. There probably. Is, you want to sell trans? <laughs> you want to sell transmission? You can sell transmission. You need a motor. You know, you need some. You need some turbo. You can get some turbo. You need yeah, some NOS. Yeah. You can get some NOS. Yeah, but, but, but I'm sure you need some, some track tires. Somebody building a game like that. We talked about three XP before, which is another platform, unlike yeah. uh, uh, Gala. But I'm gonna uh, show yeah. that on screen. Yeah, if you'd like. It's yeah, uh, let's see here. But yeah, it, three. Go ahead. Yeah, 3XP is a convention that, that happened here um, earlier this year here in uh, California. Where is it at? There it is. And, uh, yeah, they actually have – it's it's all game promotion. Web3 Gaming Expo, June 8th and 9th. So that just passed – that was last month at uh, – how do you say it? Pasadena, 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 Pasadena Convention Center. <laughs> Yeah, they got a bunch of games out here. Check this out, man. Champions Ascension, Parallel Skyweaver, Wildcard. There's so many games. And some of these games are amazing. Like they're like triple A quality games. So right. yeah, dude, these 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 games, these yeah, companies are getting we just saw yeah. Spider Tanks earlier from Gala. So. Yep, Spider Tanks, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Deep yeah, Black Kingdoms is there. Too. The bottom. You see that? There it is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, right there. Yep. A lot of stuff was talked about. DeFi Kingdoms, like I said, was the three, uh, was it Avalanche-based? Uh, I guess they do Avalanche and Polygon, right? Um, yeah. But primarily At this point, I don't understand why people, I mean, I still, I, I'm literally playing a game right now that's not Web3-based. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason that I do that is because there's no transactions. That's the primary yeah. thing that, that yeah. really does frustrates me about, you know, uh, onboarding onto Web3 games, those transaction values, that, that's where it gets a little ridiculous. You know, you're doing these transactions over and over again, and you're spending more time doing transactions than actually playing the game. Yeah. You know, this particular game that I'm playing, this, this, this uh, I guess, RPG, is more of a passive uh, uh, game. You know, I just, right. a couple clicks here and there, and then it just builds up my character, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, it would be nice if... Uh some maybe it's an off-chain thing that needs to be done with these kinds of games so that can, things can go a little bit faster or at least maybe I, I put this See, the biggest thing like with, with, with like for example with DeFi kingdoms there's so many transactions that i need to do just to get mm -hmm. from one one spot one to, to the next yeah. is that there needs to be like there needs to be like and i think this should be like default towards all games where you know i do the initial approval obviously because they're smart contracts so you want to Make sure that you're approving the right contract, right. and I know it's the game, the game's contract. So I'm approving that through my MetaMask, right? So once I do that as a default, there shouldn't be another prompt. I should be able to just click and yep. move forward instead yep. of going through the transaction. Well, the transaction should happen on the back end, not not interrupting my experience with the gaming. Now I gotta wait for MetaMask to open up, and then I gotta send the transaction, wait for the transaction to clear, and then go to the next stop. Yep. No, no, no. That, yeah, it that, takes that a long time. I completely agree with it. I, what I'm saying is that the thing I didn't like about how um, DeFi Kingdoms was, was that aspect is there's that they wanted to make it all all smart contract transaction based. The problem with that is, it's it's there's certain things that shouldn't be transaction based, and that's the thing that I think the thing that Web three has really struggled with to try to figure out how to do correctly was to try to come up with a thing where where everything doesn't necessarily have to be transaction based. Uh oh, what? I guess I'm re reloading here. Give me a second. Oh my goodness, my character just jumped out. So hold on while we pause the show. <laughs> uh, hold on. Uh, 
I guess I guess you're not allowed to be in something like that for not too long. Hold on. Technical difficulties. I wish I had a screen to pop up in, in front of this. Um, where did my character go? I need that link. Copy the link. Copy the link. Copy. Copy the text. That was really weird. I didn't expect that to happen. I didn't think there was a time limit that would kick me out. There we go. Camera back in place. <laughs> oh wow! Right, well, next time I'll know not to do that. Here, there we go. You stretch the screen out. Why did you do that? All right. Well, all right. Next time I'll know not to sit, not sit idly by while the. Uh... Yeah. Anyways. My bad. <laughs> uh, you were saying, Don? Sorry. Yeah, Web3 game, man. It's it's a thing. It's a reality. Uh, people need to onboard on that. So I was at uh, Hacker Dojo yesterday. One of the speakers was talking about Web3 gaming, and he's trying to build it's what Gala Games is doing, but using multi-chains, right? So using multi-blockchains, um, multi because there's obviously a lot of games on, on these blockchain ecosystems. But he's trying to build a centralized uh, um, platform where you can create your account, your wallet, I assume, and uh, you can have everything just interact there centrally. Um, that sounds like a massive overhaul on that, and I don't know how, how the chains are all going to communicate. But, mm -hmm. hey, if you can get this through, then that's really, really awesome because then he says you can, you can um, I guess, cross, uh, cross over assets the yeah. chains you know especially so if again for example like uh like, uh, like DeFi kingdoms they're using two different blockchains right so mm -hmm. you can move one one to the other that's pretty much his idea of, of how he's going to be able to do that you know that's there's a lot of people out there doing stuff you know? yeah. so i would no, give it more development is needed <laughs> yeah 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 there's uh, give it a couple more years for gaming to come through uh obviously there's already a lot of games out there uh, the biggest problem that um that my my personal experience is with transactions. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much my my only complaint because the games themselves. If I like the game, dude, like I'll play it. I'll play it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah, so. I think that, that along those lines, what you're saying is that it, we need a way to pre-approve, you know, a series of transactions. Maybe we could say, I'll approve up to, you know, all the transactions within this hour, or I'll approve all the transactions up to. A certain dollar amount or a certain coin amount. I mean, no, well, I mean, for example, the whole for with MetaMask interacting with my wallet, it is calling a certain contract through my wallet, and that contract is for you no know, for an attack. Right. That's fine. I don't have to continuously attack every single time I log in. I know it's an attack value. Let's just go ahead and just set that as default and let it run on the back end. Exactly. You know, when I attack, I attack, let MetaMask do this thing on the back end. I just keep going forward. Yep. Yeah, but then part of that is, can you make the transactions fast enough within the That's that can actually bing, bing. be worthwhile? Because it's like, bing. if your transactions mm -hmm. take, you know, two or three seconds per transaction, you may as well just have this herky-jerky, uh, very slow kind of game you're playing, almost like you're mm -hmm. playing an Atari game. But, oh, even Atari isn't that slow. So... Mm -hmm. It's it is it is problematic. You know, like you said, maybe you need maybe they need a second chain in order to make transactions go more quickly, or maybe they, they have all the transactions happen 
but not on chain, and then they assess afterwards. That's you know, actually genius. That's actually, that's actually, yeah, yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Absolutely. All combat, when you start combat with something, uh, all the combat, in order to make it take place in real time, you say, do the thing, okay, do the thing, do the thing. Everybody makes their transactions, and then at the end, it ro it, it, it calculates all the transactions and rolls them up and puts them on the blockchain. So, but what if, there's, what if there's not enough value in the wallet to do those transactions? Yeah, see, that's problematic. I don't, I don't even know how to make it make that much sense. It have to be something like Lightning Coin where it's instant every single time. Mm -hmm. So you would have to deposit some some of your, your main chain tokens onto a side chain, whatever that is, uh, a, a Lightning a lightning wallet, right? So you put yeah. so yeah, let's let's just do that. Let's just play with that idea real quick. Okay. You have your you have your Bitcoin main uh, main wallet, right? right? Those transactions takes ten minutes per block. It's ridiculous because the settlement time is one hour, right? Because mm -hmm. it takes six blocks to settle. But um, but if you do it on Lightning, it is instantaneous. Like by the time you click and you unclick, it's already sent through. It's pretty dang yeah. fast. So that's what's really cool about Lightning, right? So in order to open Lightning Note or Lightning Wallet, you need to actually deposit some money into your Lightning uh, address, so you can activate your your Lightning your Lightning address. That's actually genius because if I deposit ten dollars, all I have is ten dollars. Yep. So those are interacting with those combat values. Great, cool, and it'll let me know instantaneously. Hey, you have no more. Deposit some more. Right. It's great. I like that idea. That's the only notification I want. I don't think that all these these interactions necessarily need to be blockchain interactions though and that's what i'm saying is like i know they're making an entirely blockchain based game so everything is blockchain but i think some actions cannot have to be blockchain related explicitly everything you know certain things like if you're going to buy something from a vendor fine you're going to pay for that if you're going to sell something to a vendor fine they're going to pay you for that um if you're going to maybe if you need to pay access to a new realm fine pay for that but Things where it's just combat, I don't think it necessarily needs to be absolutely right, dude. Be on the blockchain. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. I think I think when it comes to that, I agree with you on that. And it should only, it should only be like uh, like that should be technically web too, right? All those yeah. co combat values, uh, uh, all that adventuring that you're doing, all that racing you're doing, all the shooting that you're doing. Even on web two, you don't really it, it, you don't really need on web three. What yeah. you need on web three is the leveling up. Mm -hmm. Leveling up and getting new gear leveling and changing up. your gear and yep. modifying your gear and all the additions yep. you can get, that kind of stuff. Or, yep. for that matter, maybe buying a new character, or as I say, merging characters and making new characters. Um, mm -hmm. It's just that we need to figure that stuff out. You know, someone needs to figure out how can we do these things if they're not necessarily going to be explicitly on the blockchain. And that is that is a question. It's a, it's a problematic question. I'm not I'm not 100% sure how, how that's going to happen. So the Web 2 uh, features that I'm talking about, that can be hosted on on blockchain. It just doesn't necessarily, like, the data just can be transferred back and forth. Because obviously the game is supposed to be decentralized. It's supposed to be blockchain-based. Yep. So you don't really want to have a centralized off of just one one particular server or one node. If you're decentralizing it on, on the blockchain, great. You can do that and just having the data just being transferred back and forth through, like, you know, IPFS. So there's, there should be some sort of fast data uh, uh, request request pulls through the blockchain, right? I'm assuming. Well, I mean, all right. So remember we talked about rollups before, and I mean this is a not a new concept, but if something was, ro yeah, rollup transactions that they were doing on Ethereum in order to make the transactions go faster. Mm. They were rolling a mm. bunch of transactions into one and then sticking that on on mm. the block. And so I was, I was thinking maybe that can be 
like when you do instances in games, you know, Warcraft is the example I can think of is you set up a new instance, whether it's with you and a bunch of other people or just you alone, and then you go into that instance, and in that instance, all the things that happen in the instance could be rolled up into one transaction. Um, and maybe you don't want to start that transaction right away. Maybe you just want to um, have that, you know, once all the things are done in that particular instance, then you roll up all the transactions that were made and all put on the blockchain. But I still don't necessarily feel like every single nit nitpicky thing that you ha that you do has to be explicitly on the blockchain. Maybe it's important to the game, particularly when it comes to DeFi Kingdoms, but I, I just don't see that as I being necessary. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary either for DeFi Kingdoms. I think they can get away with just doing the whole leveling up part. Yeah. You know, I don't, but, then, but then again, like the way it's, it's been kind of figured out with DeFi Kingdoms, it's sort of like it's sort of like a, a, a micro staking event that's going on when you're when you're when you're doing your, your professions or your, your activity, right? Yeah. So if you're a gardener if you're if your hero is a gardener, mm -hmm. you're gardening for 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 eight hours a day or you're a miner and you're going to the mines and the caves and you're mining or you're a fisherman and you're fishing. You know, uh those are like micro uh staking because you, you do it every you know, eight hours. You know, so you stake it. So you send one contract to stake it, you know, or start your quest or your 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 profession or whatever. And then once your time is up, once you know your eight hours is up, then you have to unstake it, or AKA uh, uh, complete your your complete quest your and earn your rewards. Right. Yeah. So maybe that's a must because you're actually you're actually collecting um, uh, tokens mm -hmm. um, every single time you 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 complete your 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 quest. I was thinking that. I would actually—I don't even know—I don't know how it could be done. One of the things I liked about playing World, Craft, World of Warcraft when I did play it on a regular basis was um, the same kind of thing as it's, it's called gathering, the gathering techniques, whether you're fishing or mining or herbing or any other kind of thing like jewel crafting, where you take the ore from mining and turn it into some sort of uh, interesting format. You know, by, by finding the gems in the in the ore. To me, it was a very relaxing thing. In fact, I used to. Have, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, so I could redirect you on this channel. Um, I used to have a uh, um, a channel that was called AM, ASMR Craft. <laughs> and the whole thing was just me fishing on the floating island outside of, this, of one of the cities. And I just liked doing it because it was relaxing. And I would just play some, some music from some FM, and that's it. Just play the music and fish. And I would fish for, you know, days and days, or not days, but like anywhere from, from four to six hours of just, just fishing. It was just a relaxing thing to do. And I mean, I realize I'm paying Blizzard for the opportunity to play the game, but I really like the idea of just that basic level. So, I don't know how to put it any other way, but... Uh, I, I think some people do play Townstar not just to make money because even if you don't get the top ten spaces in Townstar, you still make money. So it'd be nice if your character wouldn't have to stand up to do that. <laughs> I know I don't understand why he he stands up and claps. He my guy has to stand up, stand on the chair, and then clap. Uh, yeah. What the? And sit back down again. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's, like, uh, almost okay. like the, it's almost like the sitting of the characters as an afterthought. Like oh they can sit, but that's not a normal thing. <laughs> Stand on the chair and clap. Uh, the the thing I remember some people I want to play I want to play devil's advocate just against the concept of 
get paid to play. And some people I know, because I've, I've talked to a lot of people about, well, wouldn't it be amazing if you were paid to play a game? And some people are like, well, I don't want to watch ads all day. I was like, okay, yeah, that's a given. I definitely agree with that. But um, another factor was they don't want any, like, emphasis on the game. They want this thing where, like, well, I have to do it or else I feel like I'm getting my money's worth. And I was like, yes, see, that's exactly how I feel about it, too. Sometimes you just want to play a game because it's fun. Or maybe it's just mm-hmm. a challenging that's outside your normal experience, and that's also fun. And so when I think about how some people might play the game, it's not necessarily because they're looking for money. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Exactly. I was, I was listening to Joe Rogan's po- podcast not so long ago, and he was talking about that, hey, man, sometimes he just likes to play dumb, dumbed-down yeah. games, not yeah. because he's trying to do anything. He's he just wants to kill some time. It's just exactly. It's, it's, well, relax. There's nothing nothing wrong with it. You exactly yeah. relax. And so you feel like you're a, a, in a game. Yeah, go ahead. Hmm? It's just a, it's a it's a brain dead game. Like you don't have to spend mm-hmm. so much time and just relaxing, like you said. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's that's I think the problem with pay to get paid to play is because some people think that if they get into a game like that, if they're not making money, it's almost like a job. It's like well. Now I'm going to work while I'm gaming? I don't oh, want yeah. to do that. What was that me. one game? Um, I'm trying to remember that. There was a there was a game that came out at the beginning of the year, and some people were like grinding for like three days straight, no sleep, just to get to the top. Uh, because if you're like one of the top players, like every single like day, you earn, you earn massive rewards. And then uh, eventually what happened was uh, game developers found out that some guys on the back end already created bots like on day one to mani- yeah, to the, manipulate the Dookie, their Dookie Dash game. The, the yeah, yeah, Dookie Dash. Dash. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's what it was. Yeah, but this is, that's mm-hmm. not the only game that's happened in. Although, because Dookie Dash yeah. doesn't have a lot of or didn't have a lot of regula- regulation in it, they're just like, well, it's people are going to code to game play the game for me, and that's true in every almost every single game that says doesn't have some sort of lockdown. Even games that do have. The reason I remember that explicitly was gold farmers. You know, people who were farming gold in the, in the early days of World of Warcraft. And they still do it. There's still plenty of people that are gaming the system within the game to make money. So There's bots right now on uh, on DeFi Kingdoms, you know. It's not it's not a bad thing. It's just, you know, they still have to wait eight hours, yep. right, for, for that for that uh, uh, on that quest to complete. Then the bot, what it does is just reactivates because you know how I told you you got to continuously go into your MetaMask and click uh, uh, yep. comp- uh, start start your quest, which is dumb. That should be on the back end, right? Right. right. It's not. It's not. Yep. You got, so there's, there's so a bot many that people created. Who, play, who create bots to play games for them because they can make money and not have to do the work anyways. And so I was like, I get it. I remember when um, it was a long time ago, but Sony Online Entertainment came out with um, the early Star Wars game, uh, Star Wars Galaxy, I think it was. I had a friend who realized, even with the simple macro tools that were built into the game, that he could play a, 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 an entertainer character all the way to max level without even playing the game. And so he like, he set up a bunch of macros to, to basically have the character dance her way to max level. He did it within, like I think, seven days. Like, it would normally have taken a month or two to do the same thing, and he just basically... Oh macroed his way to the max. I was like, dude, that's not playing the game. He's like, well, to me it is. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I like pro- I like creating macros and creating programs. I'm a programmer. And I was like, yeah. He's like, this is fun to me. I was like, you know, you got a point there. I never thought of it that way. But yeah, it might just be fun to some people. It also might be money-making to some people. So I don't know. 
anyways, um, yeah, I think that's about all we got for this episode. We did want to talk mostly about playing. I think we hit all the points. If you guys have anything further to tell us, please leave it in the comments. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Spotify, I don't know if there's any place you can put a comment. Yeah, so we're going to be doing this whole gaming uh, gaming theme pretty much like every Sunday. So if you've got a game that you're interested in promoting or you want us to check out, let us know. Just reach out to us uh, via, I would say, Discord. Discord for me is probably the best way to reach out. You know, just let me know what, what, what games are out there that are really good. I, I definitely want to play some games out there. So let me know. Yeah. you got to tell me, John. Your, your, your avatar is looking up at the ceiling. What, what are you looking at? Uh, the birds. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, anyways, that, that's all we got for the, to, uh, the Sunday night show. Thank you all for joining us. Check out uh, Cointree dot, or C-O-I-N-T-R dot E-E slash C-3-Media. That's our links to everything. It'll, of course, be down in the description below. Uh, and uh, that's all we got for tonight. So as we say at the end of every single show, stack sats and, and huddle. huddle. Uh, Adios. Yes.